This Augusta Golf Show podcast is brought to you by Audi Augusta, online at AudiAugusta.com. Bob Herrig covers the game for uh, Sports Illustrated and SI.com after a lot of years at ESPN. Bob's got a new book out. It's called Tiger and Phil, Golf's Most Fascinating Rivalry. Bob is a past president of the Golf Writers Association of America. It is a pleasure to welcome Bob Herrig back to the Augusta Golf Show. How are you, Bob? Real good, John. Thank you for having me. Thank you for saying yes to this. Uh, Readers will learn a lot about the relationship that Tiger and Phil had and have. What did you learn putting the book together? I think probably, well, one thing I like to tell people is that I learned probably more than I realized that Phil was Tiger before Tiger. You know, in trying to research their careers from the beginning, it, it, it really hit me how great Phil was as a young kid. We all know about how great Tiger was. You know, we hear the stories about the Mike Douglas show and, and you know, the video clips of him being interviewed at four or five years old. I mean, that kind of stuff doesn't really exist with Phil. But the bottom line is, is he was already on his way at that age also. And he won everything in San Diego as a kid, and he, he became a very, very accomplished junior player. You know, he, he still holds the record for most AJGA victories. He was highly recruited to go to college when he was like a sophomore in high school. You know, and, and so that is one thing that I learned. Phil was obviously incredible before he turned pro. He won, a, he won a tour event as an amateur, which Tiger never did. So there's that. Then there's also, I think, you know, along the way, there were several, I wouldn't call them incidents, but just examples of sort of pettiness between Tiger and Phil, which kind of highlighted the friction between them. You know, that, 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 they, that they did see each other as adversaries. You know, I make the point that you can you can argue that Tiger had no rival, that Tiger's rival was history or Jack Nicholas, you know, and the record doesn't suggest a great rivalry. But but yet Phil was the, the one who was there the most. 270 weeks is number two in the world to Tiger. You know, an incredible run in itself. The fact that he never got to number one, but was number two that long. And obviously he won some majors at Tiger's expense. So I, I think those are the two big things. Tigers or Phil's early days, uh, you know, might might be very interesting to people. And also, just along the way, there were these ebbs and flows in their relationship uh, that sort of showed that, you know, they 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 kind of, uh, you know, they they always were looking over their shoulder at the other guy. You know, you mentioned Jack. It's funny to me the similarities in the rivalries. I mean, Tiger stoic. Uh, serious Phil, outgoing, gregarious. You got Jack, you got Arnold. Not too different. Absolutely. It's a great comparison. You know, Jack was not the, the most popular guy uh, despite winning. You know, people loved Arnie. Jack, that took time for Jack, and it, just like it took time for Tiger. You know, I think Tiger is a fairly beloved figure now. Um, he wasn't in the early days. You know, Phil, Phil became sort of the people's champion if you remember back at Beth Page in 2002, it's hard to believe it's 20 years ago now. <laughs> you know, Tiger won his, at that tournament, his eighth major. You know, he won the first two that year. Uh, it was his eighth major. Phil didn't have any. But Phil was revered that week in New York. It's one of the reasons he keeps being discussed as the Ryder Cup cap for Beth Page. And, you know, he just 
prep Tiger, more so for the guy who didn't win. And that kind of bugged Tiger. You know, it bugged him in the sense that why is he getting all of this adulation? And I kind of kick his butt. You know, it was 8-0 to zero at that time in majors. You know, Tiger had long surpassed him in total wins already. Uh, but it just kind of shows the dynamic, you know. Uh, to, to Tiger thought some of it was phony with Phil. But yet, Phil, for whatever you think of that, he, he played that to his advantage. He was the guy who waved. He smiled. He signed a lot of autographs. He made eye contact. The exact opposite of Tiger. And, and that was just more his personality. You know, their personalities were 180 degrees different. We're talking with Bob Herrig here on the Augusta Golf Show. You know, there's that famous um, viral video, first tee at Tour Championship, when the announcer's listing all of Tiger's accomplishments for the year, and they were many that year. And at some point, Phil's just like, okay, all right, that's enough. Tiger laughs, Phil. But the relationship was never, in their primes, was never close, was it? No, no. And, and I'm not sure it's close now. Um I'm not sure if it was ever close. It was, it was, um, it was better as as they got older and and they gained perspective. Certainly from Tiger's point of view, you know, when Tiger had the back problems and he had the spinal fusion surgery uh, in 2017, even the year before in 16, you know, he sat out the whole year. He didn't play. You know, at one point, Phil had reached out to Tiger to offer help with his chipping. Remember when Tiger had the Mm-hmm. Shipping woes, and you know he didn't play. He, he he took nine weeks before he came back at the 2015 Masters, and and Ty, and uh, 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 Phil offered that up. Now that was never disclosed by Tiger for a few years, but you could tell he was sort of touched by it. Like it meant a lot to him. He couldn't. Yeah, maybe like really, like that would have never happened just two or three or five years before. And then they sort of collaborated on the 2016 Ryder Cup. You know, for all the grief that Phil took in Scotland in 2014 over the Tom Watson comments, you know, Tiger was probably sitting there in the background secretly cheering him on. You know, maybe he wouldn't have done it the same way, but he had the same belief. He believed that the U.S. wasn't being put in the right position to win the Ryder Cup. I think some of that's being forgotten now as Phil's going through all of his issues. You know, he helped turn the Ryder Cup thing around. Granted, they're, you know, nothing's perfect, but they've won two of the last three, you know, and they won two of the last three pretty handily. Now the next trick is to win one on the road. But they've changed the system. They've integrated it. They're all on board, and Phil was a big part of that, and so was Tiger behind the scenes. So they came together on that. You know, where I think maybe there's a disconnect again is sort of, you know, on, this, on the latest stuff that's going on in golf with the rival tours and everything. Tiger's firmly on the tour side. And, and, you know, Phil has, has branched out and caused a lot of controversy. And, and I'm not sure that Tiger's reaching out with any olive branches. You know, I, 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 would, I would consider their relationship, you know, fairly distant right now. And while it was never great, it had gotten better. But back in the day, you know, they, just, they were just completely different. They lived on opposite ends of the country. You know, Phil had a young family. Tiger was single. Uh, you know, they, 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 Phil was aggressive. Tiger was conservative. You know, they played differently. They, they handled the media differently. And actually, you know, I think that's what makes for, for a cool story in that, you know, there's, there's just the, ob- the obvious tension and conflict that's, that's bound to come from something like that. You know, you mentioned Phil's issues as we are uh, preparing for the PGA Championship. Tiger has fought back from 
personal adversity. You think Phil recovers from this in some shape, form, or fashion? It's a great question. I mean, I'd like to think that he could. I mean, shouldn't everybody be given that chance? I mean, um, you know, my my sense of it is is obviously what he what he said and what he's done. You know, there there was some damage there. Clearly, I mean, if he was truly, um, you know, sort of inspiring. I don't know if that's the right word, but helping the live golf entity try to establish their tour. You know, that's going to be hard for the PGA Tour hierarchy to get over. You know, whether you agree that there should be a, they should there should be the allowance for another tour or not, you know, you're you're directly helping someone that's going to be competing against you. I can certainly understand why they why they would be um, you know why why they would be upset. But you know, he also has a 30 year history of of a lot of good. You know, a, a lot of philanthropy. You know, uh, a lot of good for the game, a lot of great victories, you know, viewed as very popular. Uh, you know, I, you'd like to think he could come back from that. It's it's amazing to me that we're sitting here talking about this with the PGA Championship coming about, and he should be in all his glory still. It was such an incredible accomplishment to win a major at age 50, became the oldest major champion. He beat Brooks Kepka and Louis Oosthuizen, and guys who are – you know, basically in their prime, major winners themselves. And instead, you know, that's not the story. Uh, you know, we're not even sure if he's going to play. And it's just, um, you know, I, I, there's a sadness to it, I think, too, that, uh, you know, how, how this has all come down. It's just really unfortunate that you know, one of the game's icons is in this position. He's Bob Herrig. The name of the book is Tiger and Phil, Golf's Most Fascinating Rivalry. Uh, must read anyway, but now, especially with Phil, you got to pick up the book. Uh, Bob, thank you. Thank you for taking the time to do this. Uh, it's good to catch up with you, and we will talk again. Thanks a lot, John. Be well.